Welcome to another exciting episode of the Chuck Series Companion. I'm your host, the Jaystrom. Welcome to the show. This is a show that celebrates the television series Chuck. If you're listening to the show right now, that means, hey, you might enjoy the show Chuck. It ran on NBC from 2007 to 2012. There were five seasons and 91 episodes. And I'm currently on episode 37. That's right. Season 3, episode 2, Chuck versus the Three Words. Originally, this episode aired on January 10th, 2010. It ran back-to-back with episode 1 of season 3, Chuck versus the Pink Slip. And that brings me to a correction I had from the last episode, which I hope you enjoyed. This is something very minor, but it was enough to bother me when I caught it. And that is that I said... Chuck versus the Pink Slip and the three words aired on a Sunday night, which it did. There's nothing wrong with that. But then I said the following night, Monday, January 11th, two more episodes of Chuck aired. Now that is simply not true. And I apologize. What happened was one episode aired the next night. And that is Chuck versus the Angel de la Muerte. And we will cover that episode in our next episode of the Chuck Series Companion. But I just wanted to correct myself. There were not two episodes. There was only one. (laughs) Just a minor little thing there. But it was enough to bother me when I caught it. I was like, oh, Jason. Oh, yeah, got it wrong. But I think I was actually confusing it with season four, which I believe aired two episodes one night and two episodes the next night but we'll get to season four way in the future right now we're working on chuck season three and i thank you guys so much for checking out the show like i said i love chuck it's a great show it's my favorite show and i always come back to chuck i've watched the series one through five many times and i thought hey how about the next time i do a whole series rewatch I do a podcast covering each and every episode. Now, at the time, I didn't realize what a lot of work that would be. Sure, I get to watch the episodes over again, but also I've made little rules for myself. One of those rules is that I would write a recap of that episode that I cover on my Chuck blog, which you can find at chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you'll find my writing about the episode. I do a little recap, little thoughts, things I love, things I thought were funny. I also include links to the songs that were in the episode. And I even include links to other recaps and reviews that appeared at the time the show was airing by some of my favorite TV critics. Another thing that's a lot of fun to do there is read the comment sections of those reviews. Sometimes it's not fun. People are complaining. Sometimes they're beating the wrong bush about what they think is going to happen. But it is funny. It's a lot of fun. And the main reason I do that is because when I first got Chuck on Blu-ray and I rewatched it, after I'd watch an episode, you tend to binge. You want to roll right into the next one. But I almost thought, no, I want to kind of dwell on the episode I just watched. I know. I'll read some reviews of what uh, TV critics thought of this episode. And I would read them and then kind of think about what they said. And then you read some comments and you realize as Chuck was airing week to week, people, you know, they had to wait a while before the next episode and they would dwell on things. And that's kind of what I like to do on this show. I visit the episode such as Chuck versus the Pink Slip and do my little write up, my little recap, and then put it to bed, move on to the next one. And that brings us to... Chuck versus the three words. This episode of Chuck is co-written by Allie Adler. I've mentioned Allie Adler before because she wrote Chuck versus the Wookiee, Chuck versus the Truth, 
The Cougars, The Best Friend, The Broken Heart, The Ring. And now here she is with Chuck versus the Three Words. I've mentioned this many times before. She's an executive producer and I believe showrunner of Supergirl, which is awesome. The other writer of this episode is Scott Rosenbaum. He was a producer and writer on Chuck. He wrote about nine episodes. He wrote Sizzling Shrimp, The Imported Hard Salami, Breakup, Santa Claus, Hello, like my favorite Chuck episode of all time, Chuck versus the Beefcake, The First Kill, and now The Three Words. It looks like most recently he wrote for the show Queen of the South on the USA Network. This episode of Chuck is directed by Peter Lauer. And I know what you're thinking. Hmm, I've heard you say that name before, Jason. That's right. He directed Chuck versus the Best Friend, Chuck versus the Colonel, and now Chuck versus the Three Words. All in all, in his career, he directed seven episodes of Chuck. Awesome. Most recently, he directed an episode of the TV show Young Sheldon and several episodes of the TV show Odd Mom Out. So what do you say, guys? Let's get into it. Season 3, Episode 2, Chuck versus the Three Words. Now, something that's exciting about this episode is we get a return of a character we haven't seen since season one. That's right. We get to see DEA agent Karina Miller. We haven't seen her since episode four in season one, Chuck versus the Wookiee. So she's back and we'll find out why soon. And she's played, of course, by Minnie Anden. We also get a guest villain this week, and that is... Carl Strongberg, played by Vinnie Jones, and we'll be introduced to him very shortly. Now, as the episode begins, we see a man with a briefcase running through the woods, and it looks like he's being chased by somebody because this guy looks really scared. We see a man with a scar along his arm raise a rifle, and the man with the briefcase is now in his sights. The man is shot and he stumbles, and the briefcase goes sliding across the ground. And here he is, everyone, Vinnie Jones. You may remember Vinnie Jones from the movie Snatch, where he plays Bullet Tooth Tony. And he shoots the guy. So he shot the guy, and now he's got a phone call. And we hear the song Sexy Bitch by David Guetta, featuring Akon, whoever that is. Yeah, can I call you back? I'm just in the middle of signing to work. Yeah, me too. I love you too, Smooshy. Smooshy? Who is Smooshy? I love how his henchmen are giggling at him saying Smooshy, but then he gives them a death stare and they both immediately shut up. Ooh, and the guy is still alive on the ground and he gets one more shot to grow on. Now let's cut to a nightclub that's jam-packed full of people there's people dancing, there's people drinking. And then we see DEA agent Karina Miller and one Sarah Walker, and it looks like they're letting off some steam. God, it feels like I haven't been off duty in years. How long are you in town for anyway? I plan on getting out quick. Los Angeles is all the cultural panache of porta potty. <laughs> I've missed you. <laughs> so, why are you still here? How long can you possibly have to protect some doofus at a stereo store? You know, I don't really want to talk about work. Ah, so you're sleeping with him. We have a very professional relationship. Oh. Ah, oh, Karina can sense there's something more to this, Sarah. What? Nothing. You're just really into him, that's all. Look, can we please not talk about Chuck? Oh my God, Walker. What? You broke the cardinal rule of spying, didn't you? 
I'm afraid she has, Karina. So, as Sarah slams down her drink, then we cut to Chuck and Morgan. You're breaking the cardinal rule of getting dumped. Can we please talk about something other than Sarah? Yeah, it'd be good. And I love they use a device here that they use so often on Chuck, and it always works. It's when one scene ends and the sentence is connected to another scene. It's a staple of Chuck, and they do it so well. But here's Chuck and Morgan. It looks like they're just chilling out, playing some video games. Except you're moping, man. I am not moping. Hey, hey, what the hell are we doing here? Could you at least please pause the game? Look, I know you're upset about Sarah, but there is no pause button on life. That's what I'm trying to say. We are two very, very sexy bachelors with the world at our fingertips. Our lives are incredible. I love how they look back and their apartment's completely empty with cardboard boxes everywhere. These guys need to do some unpacking, man. Yeah. Incredibly average to subpar. Look, all I'm saying is there's got to be, what, two million ladies in the city of angels? They can't all say no to us. So it looks like Morgan has convinced Chuck it's time to go out on a night on the town. And we hear the song, Oh My, by the Gray Kid. Yep, sure enough, Chuck and Morgan have just arrived in the same nightclub as Sarah and Karina. What? What, what, what do you mean, Sarah? My Sarah? Technically, she's single, if you think about it, you know, so... Yes, you're Sarah. And she's with Karina. You think she'd remember me? We did only go on that one date, and very tall women have very short memories. You know what? Okay, I'm gonna go and do a little spy work, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So you go and get some drinks, and I'll kind of suss out the situation with Karina. And so, Chuck uh, approaches Sarah and Karina. <laughs> hi, hi, Karina. Long time. Wow, what a nice surprise. And Sarah, good to see you tonight. Sorry. Chuck, what are you doing here? Are you spying on me? I don't uh, know. I'm just out here for an innocent evening with an old friend. And cut to Morgan. He is just trying desperately to get the attention of the bartender, which I don't think he's going to do because everybody's pushing him out of the way. So Morgan's going to be busy for a while. Yeah, what do you want? Yeah, we're just out here soaking in the sights and sounds of whatever the evening may bring. Great. Great. Good. (laughs) Whoa, and then a man approaches Karina. He puts his arms around her, and it turns out it's the guy from the beginning of the episode. The very guy that shot a dude multiple times, and he said spooshy on the phone? That guy, played by Vinnie Jones. And what's this? Karina immediately brandishes an engagement ring on her finger. And Sarah notices this. Hey, baby. Hey, oh, I'm so glad you're both here. This way I can tell you our great news at the same time. This is my fiancé, Carl. Wow. Sarah Walker, my best friend, and Chuck, her boyfriend. That's right, Chuck the boyfriend. I love how Chuck smiles. That's right. I'm her boyfriend. And he immediately puts his arm around Sarah. That's me. Great to meet you guys. Really Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah, that's crazy. It's so nice to finally put a face to all the amazing stories that we've heard for so long. Right, so long. Or short, depending on the length of your courtship. Nice cover there, Chuck. (laughs) It is really great to meet you. I mean, you're exactly how Karina described you. (laughs) To the T. (laughs) Thank you, love. Really has made me a better man. (laughs) What about you, Chuck? What about me? Oh, love. Yeah, love. Love is a powerful tonic, is it not? Oh, I love yeah. you, Swishy. I love you, Swish. Mm. I'm really sorry to cut this short, guys, but I've booked a romantic dinner for two. Go, do it, yeah. So I'll meet you at the valet. Okay. I'll miss you, Smoosh. Miss you more, Smooshy. Mm. <laughs> okay, guys. Really good Yeah, nice to meet right. you. Yeah, for sure. Congratulations. You guys seem really in love. <laughs> I love Sarah's face when Chuck says that because she's like, are you kidding? Karina's not in love. She's obviously undercover, Chuck. 
but then Chuck notices the scar on Carl's arm and he flashes on it. Uh, Karina, I have to be the one to tell you this. Carl is not who you think he is. He's a bad man. He's a... An arms dealer? Yeah, my mark. <laughs> what, you think I'm an idiot? It's the cardinal rule. Spies don't fall in love. Yeah, Chuck and Sarah, didn't you get the memo? Welcome to your new mission. Well, it looks like Chuck and Sarah will be helping Karina on this mission. And now let's cut to the buy more where look who it is, everybody! Big Mike! He's back! Oh, look who's back. Only thing that changes are the clothes. Everything's about to change, people. Bet you're wondering why I'm wearing my Sunday finery. Because I am here to do my finest every day. Question is, are you? Chuck, he's looking at you. Do you have an answer? Oh, that's not a rhetorical question. Yes, the answer is yes. Damn. <laughs> and then Big Mike holds out his hand for Jeff to spit out his gum. But it turns out it's not gum at all, guys. He's chewing on ham. With Emmett gone, Bymore has given me a second chance to manage here. I do not take that responsibility lightly. I've learned much from my business class at El Segundo School of Finance. All right, the El Segundo School of Finance. Sounds awesome. And I love how he drops the ham into Lester's hand now. <laughs> I intend to apply that knowledge. Here. Do you know that the Japanese have no word for no? 730 ways to say yes, but no word for no. When we are selling... We no longer understand the meaning of the word no. Oh, okay. So no word for no. Got it. Now let's cut to the nerd herd desk. And Chuck is saying that very thing to Morgan. No, Morgan. I do not have any more intel on the guy Karina left the club with. Okay, but I still have a shot here, right? I mean, she can't have real feelings for this guy. That's a pretty safe assumption. Was this, uh... Alleged female you reference. Just some girl. Karina's not just some girl, okay? She's basically a Swedish supermodel. The country's greatest export since Bjornborg. Wow. People mistake me for him all the time. If you were to Google Bjornborg, you would see he's a Swedish tennis player and Jeff looks nothing like the guy. <laughs> and by the way, Minnie Anden, who plays Karina, she actually is a Swedish model. We dated a couple years ago. Hooked up. She's got drifted apart. Whoa, 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 Morgan. It sounds like you're making stuff up. Because if I remember, you most certainly did not hook up with Karina. Yeah, she's back in town thinking about hitting that again. Oh, Morgie. There's no way that a girl like you could ever get a woman like you're describing here. And at that, we hear the song Just Like Paradise by David Lee Roth as Karina walks into the Bymore with wind machine and everything. It seems. <laughs> funny though because if she wasn't into me what is she doing here and she walks right by morgan and up to chuck and i love how the music just cuts out <laughs> hello ma'am can i help you with a computer or computer related software what are you doing here you need a downstairs agent romeo she seems really into you. Dope! Sorry about that, Morgan. Now let's cut down to Castle, where General Beckman briefs the team on Karina's mission. Agent Miller has been working undercover for the CIA, playing the girlfriend of suspected arms smuggler Carl Stromberg. We learned $10 million was recently wired into Stromberg's account. We don't know what this weapon is, but someone's willing to pay a lot of money for it. Well, we gotta get it before it falls into enemy hands. Thanks for being on the case, Nancy Drew. My engagement party is today at Carl's house. Sarah and Chuck will enter as my best friend and her loving boyfriend, the cover that they established at the club. Mr. Bartowski, that a problem? I'm cool. No problemo. And Casey will pose as my father. <laughs> I love Casey's face. He's like, wait, father? No, 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 no. That, that can't be right. 
Check your math, sister. I'll play your brother. That's a bit of a stretch, Colonel. Yeah, Casey, uh, I think you have dungarees that are older than Karina. Colonel, you will assume the identity of Agent Miller's uncle. Karina's father's much younger brother. Sure, Casey, if that works for you. Carl's storing the weapon in a gold case inside a vault room adjacent to his bedroom. During Carl's toast, Sarah and Shaq will slip out, break in, and apprehend it. He keeps the access key to secure it area in his pants, which... I can easily access. No, but you can. Oh, Casey, come on. Carl also just installed a state-of-the-art security system in the vault room. So I hope the two of you can handle anything you find there. Uh, any is kind of a broad word. Chuck is just being modest. His recent training has equipped him to handle any security obstacle. There won't be a problem. Better not be. This whole mission rides on you, Chuck. What a surprise. Don't worry, Chuck. I'm sure you can handle it. Now let's cut to the Buy More break room, where Morgan is still going on and on about Karina. Karina is almost six feet of pure sweet. That's just over 182 centimeters of Lapland, know what I mean? I love how as Morgan says that, he high-fives Fernando, fellow Buy More employee. Stop it. Grimes, this is pathetic. As if a hot piece of tux like that would get anywhere near dirty trafe like you. I could totally nail that if I wanted it. If you're such a stallion, prove it. Ask her out. Listen, I you know she's kind of seeing someone. Mm, I didn't see a ring on her perfect finger. Yeah. Well, I'm slow playing it. It's just you snooze, you lose boobs. <laughs> uh, thanks for that, Jeff. We checked uh, Chuck's calendar software, and we noticed that Ellie and her pinup husband are away at some doctor thing for a few days. So it is the perfect time for us to throw you a housewarming party. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll even prepare my special punch. You'll have home field advantage. You ready to say yes, lover boy? I love how Morgan looks to the other employees who never say anything, and they're all nodding. Oh, yes. 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 Of course, yes. Yes. Karina will be there, too, by the way. Party is on, nerds. Party is Party. on, Party. All right, so there's going to be a party in the courtyard of the Bartowski household, and it's going to be exciting. Now let's cut to Chuck's bedroom, and Chuck is getting all dressed up, and Morgan's not quite sure why. All right, all right, let's take a look here, buddy. Uh, let me see. Look at me. Uh, neither. Um, why are you so dressed up? Uh, date? You come back together with Sarah? It's not a date, and no. All right, well, who is this? not date with oh it appears that uh, sarah is calling on the phone and again we hear the song sexy bitch by david guetta featuring akon again whoever that is huh. you answer that maybe yeah thanks hi yeah, almost out the door and let's cut to sarah's apartment where um she's Getting ready for the uh, the mission. And she's getting dressed. She's in her underwear, but she's going to be putting on a dress. And, oh, there's Karina, too. I love that they're also strapping on knives. That's nice. They're helping each other zip up their dresses. Well, co- cooperating there. He's a sexy bitch. Hmm. Here. This charm bracelet looks like what some sucker in love might wear. Hmm? Uh, no, it's not really my thing. You want to talk about what happened with him? When we wrap this mission... Maybe you should come with me on my next assignment. I know it's not Burbank, but uh, you can make the best of Sandra Pay, right? Do you ever wonder about a different life? You mean like, if all this was real? <laughs> if we were really getting ready for my engagement party? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's that. Now let's cut back to Chuck and Morgan, and Morgan's wondering, wait, I thought you and Sarah weren't together anymore? You were done with this? What's going on? But really, Morgan's interested in what's going on with Karina. And he kind of swings the conversation back that way. Hey, I thought you guys were done. 
Yeah, we're uh, we're talking a little. Oh, good for you. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. Is Karina going to be there? You see my keys? Because I could come with. You know, uh, maybe just run a comb through my beard. Takes two seconds. Yeah, uh, it's it's actually it's not that kind of party. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Do me a favor though. Could you get this to her? Invitation to our party, please. Fine. I will give Karina your flyer if you find my keys. Right. Keys. Should have known. <laughs> Have fun. Ah, isn't that funny? Morgan had the keys the whole time. Now let's cut to Carl Stromberg's house, and wow, that's quite a house. This guy's loaded, but then I remember he's an arms dealer, so bad guy. Congratulations, you two are going to have the most amazing life. You are a very lucky man, Carl. Thanks, chap. I'm sure you're going to be next up the altar. <laughs> be the happiest guy in the world he really would be (laughs) i love all the fake smiling and laughing (laughs) oh sweetheart i want to introduce you to my uncle johnny daddy's brother (laughs) and here's john casey as her uncle and he's got this bad mustache and wig on it's hilarious and as we see casey's still hung up on the fact that he's not that old kid brother (laughs) it's great (laughs) finding him one of karina's family (laughs) sure about the uh, resemblance, though. Oh, uh, Daddy and Uncle Johnny share the same thick neck and square head. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Karina. Ooh, baby lamb chops, 12 o'clock. There we go. <laughs> Thanks. Master bedroom access point is at your 6 o'clock. We'll move when the room is distracted by the toast. Sarah, listen, I feel like there's been this, this thing hanging over us, you know, ever since Prague. I mean, I miss you. Um, will you excuse us for a second? Sure. I miss this. I miss us. Cars on the moon. Look, 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 look. What, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that even though we're on a mission, it feels good to hang out together, to talk as friends, you know, kind of like we did before. Well, Chuck is talking about his personal relationship with Sarah while on mission, and this seems to be pissing Karina off. What is he doing? What do you think? It's just a cover, Chuck. And Karina is going to try to get Chuck back in line. What the hell are you doing to my mission? You and Sarah are supposed to be a happy couple. Look, ever since I got back from Prague, Sarah's been so cold. You idiot. The reason Sarah's cold is because she loves you. Now, get your head out of your ass and go be a spy. I love how she gives Chuck a little slap after all that. Yeah, that's right, Chuck. She loves you. Now get on with the mission. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Karina said something to me, and I know it's not the best time, but I really need to talk to you. Okay, Chuck, we need to focus on the mission. Karina is getting the key. Come on. Now let's cut into Carl Stromberg's uh, study. I don't know what this room is. It's gigantic and it has books, so it must be his study. He's going over his speech when Karina approaches, and she needs to get that key card from him. I bet you know that toast by heart now. Hmm? Yeah, pretty much, done. You're going to do great, Smudge. Thank you, Smudgey. Yeah. Oh, what did a bloke like me do to deserve someone like you? <laughs> <laughs> I love how Sarah walks by and she just calmly hands her the key card, and he has no idea it just happened. Okay, should we do this? Yes. Let's do it. So now it's time for Carl's toast. I'd like to make a toast to my beautiful bride to be. Since the first time I met Karina, I knew I'd found the woman I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. I've never met anyone more real, more honest, more good. Not never. A toast to the future Mrs. Strongberg. Oh, isn't that sweet? It appears Carl's toast was a little too short, and Karina needs him to stretch it out a bit to give Chuck and Sarah more time to get into that vault. Um, is that it? Um, no. Also, may may our first child 
be a masculine child. <laughs> ah, like Luca Brazzi from The Godfather, may we wish them a masculine child. Please, can we talk for just a quick second? No time. Karina, we just got to the vault. We need more time. Wait! I just know that my uncle Johnny's dying to say something. <sighs> Johnny, come on. I love Casey's like, all right, um, gotta say something here, huh? I'm, I'm not ordinarily a man of many words, or any words for that matter. But in this case, I'm willing to make an exception. I remember when I first set eyes on sweet Karina. I was practically just a boy when my big brother brought home the most beautiful baby girl in the world. He's still so hung up on this age thing. All right, we get it, Casey. You're not that old. Now let's cut upstairs, and Sarah and Chuck have finally made their way to the vault. Whoa, and the vault is protected by lasers. Lots of lasers. No way. I'm so proud of the woman that Karina has become. So beautiful, so giving, so warm, kind. That's it, Casey. Keep stalling. Keep stalling. Approachable. So good at conversation. And all of those qualities are reflected in the man that she's chosen to be her life partner. Sarah, there's no way. I, I can't get around all these beams without setting the alarm off. It's impossible. Okay, you can do this. The intersect can do this. Just focus and don't think of anything else. Just relax. Okay. All right, relax. Relax, okay. <sighs> I'm not flashing, Sarah. Maybe if we could just talk for a second. Okay, Chuck, I am right here, and we can talk about whatever you want to talk about later. We just have to get our hands on that weapon first. We'll talk. I promise. You hear that, Chuck? You guys can talk later. It's gonna happen. Now just relax, and you need to flash. Aha! You see? You flashed! And I love when Chuck winks at Sarah, as Chuck knows he's now gonna be able to get the case. Chuck is doing flips and somersaults and all sorts of stuff, avoiding lasers. And I love Sarah's expressions in this scene where she's just like, whoa, what? It's great. He got the case, and he slides it across the floor. Okay, now we can talk. Don't! Chuck just stuck the case into the lasers! He's a little too easy going there at the end. Damn it! And just like that, Chuck is sealed in the vault. Now let's cut back to Casey, and he's still stalling him with his extra, super long toast. And I just know that if my brother were still alive today... (laughs) Oh, but what's this? Carl's henchmen now know the alarm's going off in the vault. Well, he'd want to say welcome to the family. And take care of our little girl. Don't worry, Uncle Johnny. Deep breaths, let it all out. So the henchmen are on their way up to the vault, but Chuck is trapped inside, and Sarah is desperately trying to get him out. I don't like small spaces! Just keep breathing, Chuck, you're gonna be fine! Maybe not, Sarah, because now gas is seeping in through the vents. 
Yes. Yes, 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 yes in here! Sarah, I'll be taking exclusively short breaths from now on! <laughs> I love that. Exclusively short breaths. No matter how many times Sarah uses that card, she's not getting in the vault. So she finds another way through the vent. Okay, hold on, Chuck. I'm going to get you out of there. I love this. Chuck is giving his little speech to Sarah as the henchmen come up to the door and they can hear everything he's saying. And they're like, what? Well, what is this guy? Meanwhile, Sarah has crawled into the vent above the vault and she's looking to shut that gas off. I'm not a normal spy. You know that. I, I know that. I'm a, I'm a regular guy who works in a mine And the decision that I made in Prague... I know what it looks like. I know that it looks like I chose being a spy over over being with you, but that's not what happened. How I felt about you was real. It's very, very real. And I know that you know how, how I felt about you for a long time. You know, but when, when Karina told me what you said... Yes, Sarah shut the gas off, but now she's got two henchmen below the vent that she needs to take care of. Meanwhile, Chuck has no idea any of this is happening as he's letting it all out. All these things he's wanted to say to Sarah all afternoon. Those three words that I've waited to hear for so long. Look, Sarah, I know probably very hurt. So Sarah holds out her lipstick and drops it to distract the guards and essentially gets the drop on them. You probably heard that I didn't want to wait until the car. And she did it. She knocked him out. And oh my God, is Casey still delivering his toast downstairs? A toast to Carl and Karina. Your love is an inspiration to us all. And Sarah gets the vault open just in time for Chuck to pass out from the gas that he's no doubt been exposed to this entire time. I love you. And Chuck is unconscious. Now let's cut down to Castle, and sure enough, Chuck is laying on a cot, and it looks like he's got the old IV bag going, and General Beckman is pleased to see they pulled the mission off. Good job recovering the weapon. How is the asset doing? What is this thing, General? Never seen a weapon like it before. That information is above your pay grade, Colonel Casey. Agent Miller will return it to Langley on her way out to her next assignment. You never saw it. Whoa, this is some uh, top secret stuff here. They wouldn't tell me either. Hey, Walker. Do you think about my offer? I'm still considering it. Well, it looks like Sarah still has an open invite from Karina to go to San Tropez. And we hear the song Model Homes by In Flight Safety. And what's this? Sarah is calling General Beckman back because she has something to say to her. I need to be alone. I need to be and we also see here that Chuck is awake and he hears the whole thing. Agent Walker, is everything okay? It's about Chuck's safety. I thought he just needed some sleep. Well, it's about me managing Chuck and keeping his emotions in check so that the intersect can work. I'm beginning to think I'm more a part of the problem than the solution. And I think a different agent might have more success in training him. Let me be clear, Agent Walker. I don't know or want to know what happened between you two. But this is your job, and Chuck's safety depends on you. So get over it and teach him how to be a real spy. Well, that's it, Sarah. You need to train Chuck. And I understand where Sarah's coming from here. All Chuck could think about was Sarah during the mission. His mind wasn't on what his task was at all. But he got it all off his chest, and she doesn't realize that yet. 
so she's ready to give Chuck some tough love and train his butt. Just burn it to the ground. Well, time to train, Chuck. Let's go. So let's cut to the sparring room in Castle, where in the last episode, Chuck and Casey did some boxing, but now it's going to be bow staffs with Sarah. Lives are on the line. We need to get the two-pointer working right. If you want to be a real spy, you need to act like one. I am a real spy. A real spy would have flashed on the bow. Been able to defend himself. The program is in the 2.0. You can do this. It doesn't work, okay? It's not working. I'm, I'm, I'm too emotional. But if we could just talk really quick. You need to learn to ignore your emotions. Spies do not have feelings. Feelings get you killed. You need to learn to bury them in a place deep inside. Sarah, stop. Come on! Flash, show me your attack skills. Come on, Chuck, Flash! Show me! Why not? Because I don't want to hurt you. And with that, she knocks Chuck on his ass. Don't worry, Chuck. You can't. So you heard it from Sarah. She's buried her feelings deep inside, is essentially what she's telling Chuck. And he needs to do the same thing. Now let's cut to outside the orange orange and Karina is leaving with the case. Whoa, what's this? It appears Carl and his henchmen have arrived. Karina needs to get that case out of there. Yeah. I've been tracking her all morning. She's in Burbank. Now let's cut inside the buy more and Morgan is trying to get hold of Chuck to of course find out what happened with Karina. Oh, Morgan. Hey, buddy, seeing as how you didn't come home last night, I'll assume everything went great with Sarah. Nice work, nice. Listen, I need to know if you gave the flyer to Karina, though, because I really need her to come to this party. My whole reputation is at stake here. Charles can't save you from this lie, my friend. Not this time. A humiliation like this will leave a deep, lasting scar. I know. I know. (laughs) I think it's hilarious that Morgan cares at all what Jeff and Lester think. But what's this? Karina walks inside the Bymore. Morgan can't believe it. And I love this. Big Mike notices Morgan checking Karina out. Is that the girl you fancy, sir? Fancy is not a big enough word. I don't think she's going to agree to come to this party, though. And... I uh, I exaggerated about my relationship with Karina to the guys. And truth is, I don't think she even knows my real name. Fine fish like that don't swim in a man like yours ocean very often. Question is, are you going to toss your hook in the water or cut bait? Remember, 730 words in the Japanese language for yes. You just need her to say one. Right, right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Ah, oh, that's some good advice there, Mike. And, uh... Mike really does love his fishing, doesn't he? But what's this? Karina is actually approaching Morgan or Martin. Martin, I need a favor. My uh, laptop broke. Will you give this a check? And Karina notices Carl and his men have just entered the buy more. Uh, well, um, on one condition, okay? You, you come to my party. Whatever. Just promise you'll give this a chuck. So Karina has now handed off the weapon in the briefcase to Morgan, which he thinks is a laptop, and she's going to try to sneak out of the buy more before Carl and his men can see her. But oh no, Carl is in the break room waiting for her. Smooshy, you haven't been returning my calls. I'm starting to think you've been getting cold feet. What was this? Last night, somebody stole something very valuable from me. Now I'm thinking, you're not who you say you are. 
I'm thinking you're a spy. A spy? Well, that's ridiculous. It's me, Smoosh. I love you. Yeah, it's Karina. You're Smoochy. She's not a spy. But Carl has a little thumb drive and he pops it into the monitor and... I'm not like Karina. Some cold-hearted spy who throws around words like love. Kill you, Chuck Bartowski. No, Karina. I'm gonna kill Chuck. Oh no, he has the party invitation. He knows exactly where Chuck lives. Don't worry, Smoochie. You're next. Oh boy, that's not good. Now let's cut to the Bartowski courtyard, and these boys know how to throw a party. And we hear the song, That Kind of Booty, by Dem Naughty Boys. You can't make this stuff up, guys. I love that Jeff has <laughs> jail juice and it says highly flammable. <laughs> Hilarious. And he's made it in the fountain in the courtyard. <laughs> Now let's cut inside the apartment and Morgan is really nervous. He's waiting to see if Karina will actually indeed show up to the party. Good news, buddy. Your girl is here. She is? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> of course she is. What did I tell you, huh? Right. And indeed, Karina has arrived with a fan blowing on her again. But she's not alone. And she showed up with four guys and no beer. Thanks a lot. Now our party's a sausage fest. <laughs> oh, Jeff. Loser. Oh, Morgan, again, why are you listening to what Jeff and Lester have to say about anything? So let's cut down to Castle. And now Chuck, Sarah, and Casey know that Karina has been abducted. So what's the news on Karina? Anything I can do to help? Every branch of U.S. intelligence is looking for her, Chuck. America's best and brightest are on the case. so You can just sit tight. And cut back to the courtyard. And Karina wants to know, did Morgan give chuck the case because karina knows if they know where she is they're the cavalry they'll come in and save her and i love how jeff and lester are basically guarding the apartment is this the chuck bartelski apartment well it's kind of both of ours i want this this is vip only gentlemen martin where's chuck and sarah Um, on their way i guess i see you brought some of your relatives call chuck I'm going to allow that one. Boys, easy, easy. We don't want to get physical. <laughs> yeah, Lester, we don't want to get physical with these guys. So Morgan calls Chuck down in Castle, where they just happen to be looking for Karina. Hey, buddy. Hey, where are you? Uh, I'm kind of in the middle of something right now. Yeah, well, all right, let's hold on a second. Please, I need your advice about Karina. What about Karina? Well, she's here. I took Big Mike's advice from the El Segundo School of Finance and asked her to come to the party. She said yes. So you're telling me that Karina is at our apartment right now? Yes, but that's not, that's not the problem. She shows up with her boyfriend and three aqua velvas, throwing everybody around. Uh, uh, you know, I, I can't. I can, can you believe it? Yeah, yeah, I can believe it. She humiliated me in front of my friends, and uh, I, I think I got to have to tell her off. No, 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 Morgan, stay away. Why? Because it's dangerous. Lee, uncool. Women love mystery, buddy. You gotta, you gotta be aloof. Promise me that you will stay away. Yeah, all right, whatever. I'll, I'll try your way. Thanks. Okay, Morgan, don't do anything rash because Carl is a scary killer. So cut to Jeff and Lester, and they're pretty bummed about these henchmen guys here. And I love how their hors d'oeuvres is basically a bowl full of corn dogs. <laughs> studs inside are going to ruin our chances with the medium hot chicks from underpants unlimited i don't stand a chance jeffrey i've been drinking this jail juice since i was in diapers built up a tolerance 
I'll challenge them to a drinking contest, and they'll pass out. My process of elimination, we land the ladies. I love it. All right. Now that's a plan. And we hear the song, Here Comes Trouble, by Mano. Bottoms up, fellas. Grab your own. Help yourselves. Oh, hey, Skip. Thank you. (laughs) I love how Skip walks in with some more d'oeuvres, and Karina trips him, and he falls on Carl and causes a commotion. Poor Skip. And meanwhile, during the distraction, Karina pours a bunch of powder from her ring into Carl and his henchmen's beers. Pretty sneaky. It's okay, easy. He's just hammered. Get him out. Easy, gentle giant. I plan to join him at the bottom of this glass. Gentlemen, lift up your skirts and start your engines. Well put, Jeffrey. And so Jeff and Lester start to pound some jail juice. And Carl and his men just look on totally confused. <laughs> but they don't worry me. Still ain't heard of me. I'm a cheap and I'm a celebrity. I ain't got rap friends. My homies all in jail. I'm in a black bed. Oh no, they're picking up the beers that Karina just spiked. And I love how Karina just kind of shakes her head like, oh, come on. Jefferson, no need to waste these. To you, my friend. What was that, Lester? And he's down for the count. But what about Jeff? Guy's got no tolerance. And Jeff's down too. And Carl's not dumb. He knows that Karina just did something. It's nice to see you think so much of the ring I bought you. You try anything like that again, and I'll kill you right here, smooshy. Meanwhile, Morgan looks through the window, and it looks like Carl and Karina are intimate. He doesn't realize that he's threatening to kill her, and Morgan is getting pissed. He invited Karina, and she brought this guy with her? How rude is that? Now cut to John Casey's apartment, where Casey and Sarah, they're loading up with guns. But Chuck knows they can't just go in there guns blazing. There's all the employees from the Bymore in there, people that know him. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, stop, stop, stop. What are you thinking? You can't go out there blasting. All of my friends are out there. Half the mall is out there. Got a better plan, Bartowski? As a matter of fact, I do. Karina is still alive, which means she hasn't given Carl the case yet, which means we have something to negotiate with peacefully. Chuck's right. The question is, where's the weapon? And with that, cut to Morgan, and he's standing there stewing about the way Karina has treated him tonight. Unbelievable. Calling with my girl in my house? And again, we hear the song, Here Comes Trouble, by Mano, as Morgan storms into the apartment, and he's going to give Karina a piece of his mind. All right, that's it. Bearded bogey incoming. Did speak to Chuck? First things first, my name is not Martin. It's Morgan. Morgan Guillermo Grimes. Memorize it. Okay, number two. Just because you're a beautiful woman that I'd give a non-vital organ to make love to doesn't give you the right to just show up here with this clown and humiliate me in front of my friends. (laughs) Oh, Carl's like, wait a minute. Who is this guy? Who is this Todger? You gotta be kidding me. Seriously? Do me a favor. Take a hike. Right. And and take the slabs of beef with you. You don't have time to deal with a dead body, sweetheart. Okay. Pull out, boys. Back it up, bitches. Whoa! <laughs> I love that. Back it up, bitches. Morgan, maybe you should leave. Yeah. Uh, my house, my party. I think you need to leave. Yeah, that's right, hottie. Bounce. All right? Fun fact for you. 730 words in the Japanese language for the word yes. No word for no. But if there was a Japanese word for no, I'd be saying it to you right now. Instead, I'll leave you with this. Sayonara. You want Jeff to have this? Oh, he just gave him the case, Morgan, no! And by the way, I love the way Chuck, Sarah, and Casey all say no at the same time. Give it to him yourself. I'm done. Oh no, 
and now Morgan has the spiked beer. Don't drink it, Morgan. Go, go out the door, hit you on the ass on the way. And Morgan's out. And it's hilarious. Carl doesn't have any idea what the hell just happened, but he does have the case. No one's ever said no to me before. Idiot. Now they have both Karina and the weapon. No negotiating now. Okay, wait, 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 wait. There, there, there's still got to be something. There's got to be contingency plan in case enemy agents infiltrate my apartment, right? Like a button that you push to call the cavalry so they can swoop in and clear everyone out. Where's the button? Me. I'm the button. Damn right, Casey. So, cut into the courtyard where everybody's having a good time, and the Casey's about to be unleashed. I love how Skip is holding up the hors d'oeuvre tray trying to block the water Casey's spraying on him. And Fernando's got two corn dogs in each hand, just getting totally soaked. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Chuck and Sarah are slowly moving in. Here, you're going to need a weapon. No, no guns. I hate guns, you know Think of it as a bow. Oh, so uh, Chuck has a uh, tiki torch he's going to use as a bow staff. Okay. Well, Carl has what he wants, so he's now exiting the apartment with Karina and the case. And I love Casey has a sign up that says, Caution, angry neighbor, do not smile at. (laughs) And I love that Carl's henchmen are like, Okay, let's avoid this guy. Sorry to disturb your sleep, sir. No problem. Drop your weapon! Put it down. I should have known by your paint peeling speech. Uncle Johnny was a narc too. Drop the gun, lover boy. I'm having the worst day of my life. So I don't give a fat crap. But what's this? Chuck spies the fountain with the flammable jail juice while he's holding his torch, and he's got an idea. Sarah, drop your guns! Casey, drop your guns! Huh? Trust me. And so, Casey and Sarah put down their weapons. Get their guns. And then Chuck seizes the opportunity to throw the torch into the fountain. Whoa, that stuff really was flammable, causing the perfect distraction. Now, with all the bad guys out, there's only Carl left. Let go, Carl! You shoot me, I shoot her. I don't care. Bitch has broken my heart. She dies. I get it, man. I get it, okay? You took a chance. You, you, you love someone. Maybe for the first time in your life, all you've ever done before is, is, is shut off your feelings. You, you, you bury them deep down inside. Wait a second. It sounds kind of like Chuck is talking about Sarah here, right? Because in your profession, in your line of work, it's a liability, right? It's, it, can, it can certainly be a liability. And I know, I know that you think that you messed up your life because you opened up your heart. But maybe you helped her open up her heart in the process. Maybe because you loved her. She's learned how to love too. He's right, Carl. I did fall in love with you. Maybe at first you were just an assignment. But not anymore. I love how Chuck smiles there, like, see? See, Carl? 
Really? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, right, stupid. Spies don't fall in love. Now let's cut to Casey's apartment, and they have the weapon, and they still don't know what this thing does, and Chuck's curiosity is getting the best of him. Don't touch it, Mr. Bartowski. Uh, I was just thinking that maybe if I looked at it, I could flash. No, thank you, Chuck. All I need to know is that it's now back in safe hands. Colonel Casey will stay with it until a team arrives to secure it. That is all. Wow. Okay, then. Now let's cut to General Beckman's office? And she's sitting there with a mysterious stranger. We can't keep this a secret anymore. It's too dangerous. We need to tell them they need to be prepared. Shaw, please. Whoa. Perhaps we'll find out more about this Shaw person later. Now let's cut to the courtyard, and boy, does Chuck have a huge mess to clean up. I'm listening if there's something that you want to say. I'm sure there's someone else that you'd rather be. No, I'm good here. For now. You're right, I'm not a real spy. I'm I'm emotional, and that makes me a liability. Not always. You might not have flashed, but you did your job. You got to Carl, and you talked him down, and if it weren't for your emotions, he would have killed Karina. It's quite a mess we made. Yeah. I'm really hoping we can clean it up, though. Maybe. But you're on your own with the courtyard. I'll see you work tomorrow. Morgan! Dude, I'm all alone cleaning up your mess. Yeah, where is Morgan anyway? Cut to inside Morgan Guillermo Grimes' bedroom and... This better have been worth it, buddy. We again hear the song... Just Like Paradise by David Lee Roth and Karina is in the bed with Morgan. What? She got the stereo with the big guitars and that's alright. Yeah. Wow. Why did you... Mm. No one's ever said no to me before. It's sexy. Was I, or was it? Mm, I've had better. Yeah, of course. But not many. <laughs> Hilarious. This must be just like in paradise. Now let's cut down to Castle. And Karina wants to know, is Sarah coming with her to Saint-Tropez? So, Saint-Tropez doesn't sound appealing to you? Uh, incredibly. But I think I'm going to stay here, at least for now. Mm. Thought you'd say that. Here, little going away present. You should take a look at it. Okay. So I guess I'll see you around, huh? Yeah. So a little tidbit of information here. Karina says, I'll miss you, mate. In Swedish, and Sarah applies in Polish, I'll miss you too. Because Minnie Anden is Swedish and Yvonne Strahovski is Polish. Little bit of trivia there for you folks. So Sarah puts the thumb drive in and she begins to watch. Look, Sarah, I know, I know that you're probably very hurt. You're probably hurt that I didn't run away with you in Prague. I get that, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. 
you have to know that you are everything that I ever wanted. But how can I do that? How can I run away with you? How can I be with you knowing what I turned my back on? You know, knowing that what I had in my head could help a lot of people. And you're the one that taught me that, that being a spy is about choosing something bigger. It's, it's about putting aside your own personal feelings for the greater good, and that's what I chose. I chose to be a spy for my friends and my family and you. I chose to be a spy because... Sir, I love you. Wow, what an ending! That got Sarah too. I saw the tears. <laughs> That's right. Chuck didn't choose himself. He chose the greater good. He chose to fight for his family, for his friends, for everyone. He basically chose to be a hero over what he really wanted, which was Sarah. And now Sarah understands. So guys, that was the episode. Chuck versus the three words. Chuck and Sarah both love each other. But right now... They got a lot of other things to deal with. <laughs> what a fun episode. We had the return of Karina. We had the goofy bad guy played by Vinnie Jones. And I love that bit there where Morgan stood up to Karina to tell her what he really thought. He wasn't going to be treated that way. And whenever you get the Buy More guys and Jeff and Lester together for some kind of party event, it's always hilarious. I love it. It's a fun episode. And that's why I love Chuck. We can have fun. We can have silliness. We could also have some action, some kicking butt. And we even get Chuck using his brains, talking Carl down. He can relate to him. Someone letting in someone into their heart when you have a tough exterior. I love that. And it shows that Chuck, he may not be a tough guy, but he is Chuck. And they always seem to win the day. They're the perfect team. And that's why I love this show. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Chuck Series Companion. If you will, go to chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you can find my write-up about this very episode, where you'll see I provide links to each of the songs, I provide links to reviews by critics, and I give my thoughts on the episode. Also, if you would, subscribe to the show on iTunes. There you can review the show and give it a rating. I'd appreciate that. Most of all, please help other Chuck fans find the show. They may enjoy it. And also, if you guys would like to uh, send me some feedback, send it to nimpodcast at gmail.com. You can tell me what you think of the show. Tell me what you think of Chuck. You could even record a voicemail and attach it, and I'll play it here on the show. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. I always get a kick out of doing it, and I can't wait to do the next one. Season 3, Episode 3, Chuck versus the Angel de la Muerte. I can't wait to get to that. So what are you guys waiting for? Get up there and watch some more Chuck, and I'll see you next time. Break it up. Party's over. A humiliation like this will leave a deep, lasting scar. I know. I know. <laughs>